li- here we go. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Muncie, Wisconsin. I'm going to do this again. I just realized it's a song. I don't think <laughs> I'm going to sing it. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Muncie was Constantinople. Now it's Muncie, not Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople. Now it's Dave, Jim Davis delight on a moonlit night. Every cat in Constantinople lives in Muncie, not Constantinople. So if you've got a cat in Mon- Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Muncie. My name it really didn't scan correctly. My yeah, name. It was, like, it was an impressive effort. I, I was going to try to come in, but yeah. Yeah. Um, no, they didn't include a B section. That was a uh, tagline courtesy of someone named Colin. Listeners, if you'd like to submit your own tagline for us to poorly sing and or read, go to www.beingjimdavis.com and click the submit a tagline link. I should mention that uh, I, I, I don't know if any of the taglines I've read you so and far this week uh, belong to <laughs> or were written by someone. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, they were probably written I, by someone, John. Well, yeah but they may have been submitted by listeners and I did not uh, announce that. Don't, I, I don't feel like scrolling over on the spreadsheet. No, the way that I have the windows set up right now, I can't see the I no, fair enough. That cell. So. Fair enough. That's, That's what I how say. it is. Anyway. I say fair enough, John. Yeah. Um, my name is Chris. It feels like we ended the episode already, but I think we haven't started it. Yeah, for some reason, you you started closing it. Like, thank you and good night. <laughs> my name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Friday, November nineteenth, nineteen eighty-two. Today we're reading the sixteen hundred and fifteenth ever Garfield strip. John, what happens in today's Garfield? Or it... is there no synopsis? Boy, wow, how did you know? Yeah, there's no synopsis. Yeah, fuck you, synopsis lovers. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, wait, three all right, uh, all right, three panels. All right, go ahead. Uh, there's a toaster, there's Garfield, there's toast, or, well, <laughs> there, <laughs> something is coming out of the toaster. Will we talk just, about it? Probably. Let's begin by enumerating the, <laughs> there's the contents there's of our this. ontology. Uh, this looks to me like an untoasted slice of bread, mm. like pretty clearly. Um, well, okay. It, the toast has just popped up, and the from the motion lines we can. All see of this is taking place on atop a counter. FYI. Sure. Okay. Toaster <laughs> the toast- on the left, Garfield on the right. Carry on. Okay. For some reason, the toast came out of the the toaster at like an angle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it landed on Garfield's head, mm-hmm. bounced off of it. Yeah, and we get so we have like a nice, uh, you know, uh, semi, uh, you know, hemi, whatever, and then another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that was that could not the sound have effects. Been, this could not the, have could not have John here. that John that could the trajectory of the toast could not have been described more eloquently. Or accurately. I commend you on your description. Thank you. Let's hear about these onomatopoeias. Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. The toaster says chuking. C-H-U-K-I-N-G. Chuking. The toast, when it hits Garfield's head, says conk. K-O-N-K. Those are some quality yeah. onomatopoeia. I don't know why John didn't want to talk about them. Um, it's not a very 
uh, I don't think Conk is, I don't think Conk was the right, uh, the right tool to pull out of your toolkit on this mm. one. I, it doesn't sound all that bread-like, I, I guess. Mm, it does not sound like a, like a piece of bread striking a cat. A piece of what? A piece of bread or piece toast. Of toast. Piece of toasted bread. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. I like how Garfield is in kind of a wincing defensive crouch <laughs> from the bread hitting him. Like his ears are back, his eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. Not indicating contentment, that. but indicating like uh, yeah. pain almost. Uh, it is a great, uh, okay. Anticip- or anticipation of same. Mm. Great. Yeah, we caught him right in the moment. It's a good panel. Before uh, it's a, it's a strong panel. Like I would put this on a t-shirt or a coffee mug. Okay, I'm I'm about to blow your mind, John. Uh, but do you have anything else to say about this panel before we? No, I would. I, let's proceed to the mind blowing, please. Okay, John, have a look at the um, the lever arm of that toaster. Have a look at the <laughs> it's position it's in. What's going on here? We're through the it's looking glass, John. The toast shot up out of the toaster, even though the lever arm is clearly still depressed. I feel lever like, arm may not be the like we're gonna. Term. Can, can, I think I think we should come back to this because there's more that there's more to this. Yeah, yeah, it goes uh, even further. of the toaster. Yeah, that I, I I think to fully explore it, we need to finish okay. the strip. So the so panel two. Yeah. Garfield turns 180, thinks, I hate toasters. He's doing mm-hmm. a nice single take. The toasted bread is there on the floor. Not where That's it would not have a, landed. He's not doing a take. It's not a take. Not where it would body. have. Okay. He just did a You're 180. Right. He's doing a 180. The toasted bread is not where it would have landed given <laughs> its trajectory in panel one. It's nowhere near that. It's still basically between the toaster and Garfield rather than like having conked Garfield on the head and flown past him, but whatever. That's panel two. Well, lever arm of the toaster still depressed. Maybe there's a backboard just to the right there and it bounced off of it, you know? Mm, Yeah, basketball. Is that what you call that thing? Baseboard, backboard? uh, Well, John, as you know, I'm definitely- John has a basketball hoop in his kitchen. I'm an expert in basketball and other sportings. Uh, yeah, I think it's called a backboard. I think it's called a backboard. Yeah. You know what right, people so do last... in basketball, John? Slam make... dunking. Yeah, okay. The last panel, uh, smash cut to a super wide shot. Oh, it's so <laughs> wide. <laughs> really showcasing John Arbuckle's infinite counter. It's possible that the camera's on, uh, on a crane. This might be a crane shot. Well, I know the, no, because the, the camera is still at the same elevation, though. Well, that's the great thing about a crane, John. It can go up and down. Yeah. Well, sure, yeah. So it might okay. be on a crane. Is all I'm saying. Like for all uh, you know, it's mounted on a right, helicopter so that is not flying. Go on. Yeah, probably. Except then we wouldn't be able to hear the onomatopoeia, well, which we clearly can. They may have. They uh, may have uh, dubbed it in later. So we have super wide shot. That uh, another slice of toast is ch- chunking out of the the toaster mm-hmm. and hitting Garfield on the head, even though he's like super far away now. Yeah. And it says cronk this time. Yeah. The, and, and the I guess trajectory of that toast, mm-hmm. like it shoots up really high. Yeah. It's a very nice parabola too. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a reference to the Thomas Pynchon novel, Gravity's Rainbow? I do. 
I do. Yeah. Seemed I, that way to me. Glad you brought that up. Do you think it do you think it makes a different sound when it hits Garfield because he he wasn't prepared for it? That's what I think. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's just hitting his head at a slightly different angle. No, I think it's because he wasn't prepared for it this time. Okay, that's why. <laughs> Thank you. I like that the uh, the original, the first slice of toasted bread is still there in panel three. We yeah, can see it. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. God, this well, pan- you know, this countertop is so large. World. <laughs> it really is, as you say, John Arbuckle's infinite countertop. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the handle on the toaster is now up that's mm-hmm. no we're calling it the lever arm but go on okay the, the lever the lever arm <laughs> yeah i so would you right. okay originally i had two thoughts about this strip one was jim davis you lazy ass motherfucker Number one, the lever arm should be shooting up in panel one. And number two, nobody was there to put more toast in the toaster in panel two. I may have got those numbers wrong. Yeah. Like someone should be there putting more toast in. But actually looking at it, the first slice of toasted bread, which shoots out of the toaster in panel one, is shooting out of the right slot. Mm Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like in panel three, the toast is com- toasted bread is coming out of the left slot. That's exactly what's happening. So I think Jim Davis nailed this. It's like the first <laughs> slice shot out, you know, like the toaster's malfunctioning a little bit, whatever. But like oh, that yeah. first no, shot out. Yeah. First yeah. slice so, shot out in panel one of the right slot. The, 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 the toaster's AI is, is malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That first one came out prematurely before the lever arm reascended i mean for one thing it's violating isaac asimov's first rule of robotics Mm. Mm. or one of them did any of the rules okay were those isaac asimov's rules john two points on that whoever's laws of robotics two points on that john point one yes you nailed it it was isaac asimov (laughs) point two did the laws of robotics reference cats in any way I like I feel like maybe in the Asimov universe, mm. robots can just go around just beating up on cats willy-nilly and it doesn't break any of the laws of robotics. Yeah. Wow, that's what a, a chilling vision of <laughs> the, the future uh <laughs> of the robots that hurt cats or something. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think Whatever. this one actually works. Like uh, the toaster shoots off one toast prematurely, and then the second slice of toasted bread. Uh, when yeah, the I, think this, arm I think goes it works up in panel three. I think this actually works really well. Yeah, this is a fun one. I agree. Yeah, I'm, and it makes I'm sense. In favor the, of this it, one. It, the lever arm is gonna is gonna remain down because there's still one slice in there. You know, yeah, it's just how toasters work. Yeah. Now, uh, here's here are Fred's talking points on today's strip. Fred's talking oh, yeah. points read: Garfield hates toasters, but I don't hate this comic. I stole that from Andy Dowsman, but seriously, this comic is laugh out loud funny. Like the toaster hates Garfield right back, <laughs> perpetuating the cycle of violence and hate. Conk <laughs> is greater than conk. Fight me. And he had it's two real, greater uh, signs. So it's like much greater. Kronk is much greater than conk. is really a, a, a clear metaphor for the Middle East. Meh. Andy's rebuttal. 
Fred is biting my lines like sucka MCs are biting rappers' rhymes. But hey, Ooh. Fred, I don't know what. But <laughs> hey, Fred recognized my <laughs> Fred recognized my skill with the pen, so we are no longer feuding. Feuding remains capitalized. I'm glad Andy and Fred made up. They're not feuding yeah. anymore. Oh. Well, That's still, good. still two days to go. Let's see if they can. Yeah, I mean, it's possible the feud will. I mean, thank you and good night. Well, John, it's time to end the show. And traditionally, we do that by reading a tagline, telling you, the listener, that you've been listening to Being Jim Davis and reading a tagline. Uh, This tagline is somewhat lengthy. Just going to see if I can. We really should really announce a, the, the length of every tagline. Kind of a two-person tagline, John. So I'm going to put it in the chat. I'm going to suggest that for the purposes of this tagline, I'm going to play Professor Henry Jones. And uh-huh. you you play oh. his son, Henry Jones Jr., a.k.a. Indiana Jones. Why do we never hear about, about Henry Jones's other children? You know, like, <clears throat> I think this that is, could be fun. Like, if he has... Is it, okay, yeah, I'd love ahead. that. I'd love... No, I'd love that. I'd love that. I think I'd I'd really love a Indiana just Jones having totally universe, totally, just completely different different genre. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'd I'd love to watch yeah, a, a right. situation comedy about Indiana Jones's younger sister who works at a you know a cafe. Well, he finds the dark. I'm not going to do the voice. He who finds the Garfield must face the final challenge. I put it in the chat. I put it in the Zoom chat. I told you I put it in the Zoom chat. Bring it down a notch. No, because remember I had that note from earlier where I bring it down notches. Supposed to remember to shout at you this week. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Mission accomplished. All right. All right I'm <clears throat> Are you ready now? Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Go I'm going to I'm going to lead into this tagline. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Well, he who finds the Garfield must face the final challenge. What final challenge? Three devices of such lethal cunning. Booby traps? Oh, yes but I found the clues that will safely take us through them in the Chronicles of St. Arbuckle. Well, what are they? Can't you remember? I wrote them down in my syndicated daily comic so I wouldn't have to remember. <laughs> it was a lot of work for <laughs> not a very lot of work tagline. for very little payoff. Also, I'll... <laughs> Please rate, review, and out, subscribe. Like, Thank you. You initially nice. shied away from doing from doing what I would what I would argue is the far easier caricature like to, <laughs> to, to do. And then and, and but then was like, no, I do want to do it. It's hard not to do but it. But then like I you made no job. effort to do his voice whatsoever. I, I feel like not, I was yeah. try, I was I was, made, I was doing a, a halfway decent Harrison Ford, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, you don't need you to pat yourself over on the back about your your Harrison Ford impersonation. I feel like it was halfway decent, Chris. Nah, it's fine. That that impersonation belongs in a museum, John. Uh, thank you and good night. Yeah. Harrison Ford is dead, John, and so are his grandchildren. 
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.